Podcast Megoria Halloween A to Z. I'm James. And I'm Autumn. And today is our W movie for Ow Wolf. (laughs) (laughs) Our nineteen ninety-four Jack Nicholson classic. (laughs) Mm, uh, Okay. Uh, it also features a ton of other people. Yeah. Uh, you know, of course, we've got James Spader, Michelle Pfeiffer, David mm-hmm. Schwimmer's uh, hiding in the back there. Yeah. Like, like it's a, there's a lot of people in mm-hmm. this movie. Mm-hmm. This movie was directed by Mike Nichols. He is a legendary director. He did The Graduate, Catch-22, Biloxi Blues. I mean, it's just it's a long-ass list of movies. Mm-hmm. As usual, I am not here to be IMDb, so if you don't know who he is and you don't know what those movies are, well, I mean, Google it, kids. (laughs) (laughs) This movie is a long one. It is very long. Uh, I didn't realize how long it was. Yeah, I didn't realize how long it was either. How did I sit through this as a child? Right? Like, it would have required a lot of attention, and Mm -hmm. as an adult, though I enjoyed this... Yeah. It, it it took a long time to get through. Uh-huh. <laughs> we get our title sequence. Yes, it's nice atmospheric fog and uh-huh. the music kind of sounds Halloweeny yeah, even. Yeah, yeah, it, it's, it's got a little spooky spooky yeah, feel. Yeah, it's nice. Yep. And I love that they for the t- actual title, put the moon as the O in it, like <laughs> classic. That's right. <laughs> yep. This long intro scene yeah. finally comes to. That's how it got to be two hours long. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this long ass intro scene finally ends, and we see Jack's character Will driving in the snow. Mm-hmm. And he runs something big over. That's right. He has a run-in with a wolf. Mm-hmm. An mm-hmm. actual wolf. Yep. He gets out of the car, goes and checks it out, makes sure it's not a man in a fur coat. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's a big wolf. And he decides to poke it. Yeah, yeah. Well, he does, as any <laughs> as any normal person would do, is you find a dead, you have a dead body of an animal, you got to poke it with a stick, make sure it's dead. <laughs> he pokes it with a stick. It seems to be dead. Does he just hop in his car and drive around the carcass? No. no. No, he does the right thing, which is, you know, drag the goes to drag the wolf's body mm-hmm. off of the road so nobody else has an accident. But we see one of its peepers open up. Yeah, that wolf pops that peeper open. Weep, peekaboo. <laughs> and bites Will's hand. Yeah, Will gets a good old bite on the hand. We get a cool transition. A very fancy transition. Fancy pants. Yeah. yeah. This is high high dollar 
filmmaking right here, folks. Yeah, because the wolf runs off, and it's mm -hmm. with its wolf buddies, but That's we right. see its eye, uh -huh. and it transitions from the eye to the mirror that Will is looking into. Oh, Ooh. yeah, and he's having a conversation with his wife, who's in the shower behind him, uh, about how he's going through with the, some sort of business deal, mm -hmm. and... Things aren't looking so great for Will. He's not yeah. looking forward to this big meeting that they're having. Uh, we see Will arrive at work. He pretty much furthers his dread about everything that's going down. Yeah. And is just basically telling his co-workers, a young David Hyde Pierce. <laughs> Niles! It's Niles! <laughs> and luckily he didn't drink any sherry. I, I, yeah, I put, I put in my notes, gosh, I hope he doesn't drink any alcohol during yeah. this movie. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> it would have been a completely different film. Yeah, um, but he, he's just telling them basically that, hey, listen... I'm pretty sure my days are numbered here at this publishing company, even though I've put a lot of years into it as head editor. I think that I'm on the outs and everybody's just like, well, I'll go with you. And he's like, no, no, you need your jobs. They definitely do their groundwork uh, for this part of the movie to mm -hmm. show that Will is an, an everyman. Yeah. And genuinely is a caring person. It, it's yeah. a it's a it's a big change in pace in my opinion for for Jack. It really is. <laughs> where, where he's not a Jack character until <laughs> you know a little bit later. Yeah. He ends up going to uh, the doctor's office and gets a rabies shot since he was bit yeah. by a wolf. Yeah, and uh, he he keeps mentioning yeah it was a wolf in Vermont and yeah. everybody says. There's no way. There's no wolves There's in no New wolves in England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you shooting get bit by a dog? It's just like, it's, it's I, a wolf. I do hate to say it, though, but I think wolves are kind of everywhere, aren't they? I, you know, I, I don't know. I didn't take the time to go to, like, you know, animalplanet.com or something to see <laughs> where where wolves are or, or are not. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, it's, who knows. But, but, yeah, apparently, no, they're not everywhere. Yeah. Doctor is just basically like, oh, yeah, well, rabies is nothing to mess with. However, it's super common. Why, I was just giving somebody a rabies shot the other day. And, shoot, my, uh, my nephew's, niece's, cousin's, goldfish... I got got brain damage, and then I like this line delivery because then uh, Will's just like, "Oh, geez, are they all right?" And he's like, "The doctor goes, well, no, they've got brain damage, idiot." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's there's all these little things like that though that kind of shows that Will is, you know, he's not an alpha by any means. No, like everybody no. just kind of shits on him a little bit. Yeah, and he just kind of rolls with it. Now, we do get to see Will be a little, we see a little bit of that Jack come out. Yeah. Because uh, now we go to the dinner party. Yeah, he was well, he talking <laughs> to an environmentalist. He's talking to, to some snooty, like, newspaper people and yeah. stuff. And they're all like, oh, environment, environment, blah, yeah. blah. And <laughs> he just goes on a big spiel about, well, you know what's really wrong with the world? Yeah. Yeah, and he's just like, well, if you if it comes down to it, realistically, it's not that the world is doomed. The world has it's not soon to be doomed. The world is already damned, and more and more importantly, art in fact is dead. And all that uh, we have instead of art is pop culture and references. Little does he know. Yeah, I know. 
Uh-oh, hope he doesn't hear this podcast. Uh, but, yeah, and, and everybody just, like, looks at him. He just kills the conversation yeah. in this big, smart-ass way. And all the little environmentalists leave. And everybody, you know, his cohorts are just looking at him like, damn, man, damn. Yeah. It's the only time that he really flexes before he gets, like, all wolfy. This might have been the first inkling that maybe he's different. Maybe. For all we know, because up to this moment, like it seems like he's just pretty much just always getting shit. You know, he's mm-hmm. he's timid, super timid. They already everybody already notes that he doesn't have any fight in him. Yeah. And that he's just going to accept his fate and lie down. Yeah, well, we we do soon see that things aren't going well for him. Yes. Because he's asked to meet with his boss, Mr. Alden. Yeah, and he's basically like, nice knowing you folks. And they're just like, surely he's not going to fire you here at the party. And what does Mr. Alden do? Demotes him. Yes, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Dresses it up as if it's a promotion, but he's basically sending him off to Eastern Europe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because he has uh, too much individuality in class for the needs of uh, the publisher. And and Will's just like, well, shit, man, that sucks. And he's yeah. just like, well, you could just resign. He's like, no, I'll take the position. I'm too old to look for a new job. Yeah, and he finds out that his little buddy at work, Stuart... Mm-hmm. James Spader. Yeah, that's right. Actually got his position. And it's because pretty much he was... He's hungry. He, he Yeah, he, he yeah. showed the hunger for the job because he kept asking Kim. Yeah, yeah. He's just like, hey, listen. He, basically, Stuart went behind Will's back. Was mm-hmm. just like, hey, this guy's old. I'm young. I'm hip. I'm cool. And uh, I think I'm worth the time and the money. Give me the job and send, <laughs> send that guy off. Yeah, it sucks. (laughs) uh, Will's walking with his boss, and they get to some horses, and he's smoking a cigar, and his boss is just like, well, don't get near the horses because they don't like cigar smoke. And the horses are already kind of freaking out once they walk up, but they freak out even more when Will walks closer. Yeah, ooh, could this be foreshadowing that there's something up with Will? Well, there probably is, because it, it looks like he's having some problems. Yeah, yeah. It, now, it's disguised that he's just having a mild panic attack. He yeah. sits down. I mean, I, I assume that he that's what he thinks is happening Oh, absolutely. Anyway. I mean, he just got horrible news that his, his career is over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, uh, he sits down and is trying to catch his breath, and a mysterious woman comes up and offers him a drink, a drink of her whiskey. And, and he drinks it all. Drinks the whole damn, <laughs> gobbles it up. Uh, apologizes for it. Yeah. And is introduced to Laura, who is his boss's daughter. Oh. <laughs> oh, my. How dramatic. <laughs> he apologizes for drinking the whole glass of whiskey. And it's just basically just like, well, I'm on my way. Thank you very much for the drink. He trips and cops a feel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which he, he doesn't, his hand doesn't leave her chest no. for a while. She's just like, um, seriously? And he's just like, oh, 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 well, that was an accident. And you can't, you don't have nothing to worry about because I'm married. And she's like, really? That's why I don't have to worry about yeah. you? <laughs> it's just like, uh, sorry, buddy, but there's a lot of married guys out there yeah. that are up to new good. We end this, uh, this little meeting 
with her handing him a hanky because he's sweaty. That's right. And she she don't know how sweaty he can get. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yep. Will goes back to the party, runs into Stuart, and congratulates him for taking his job. And Stuart tries to act all surprised. Stuart is the most sniveling back. Oh, that guy sucks. Because <laughs> cause he, he never takes responsibility for what he all the horrible things that he's ultimately up to. Yeah. He's always just like, oh, I feel so ter- terrible about it. You, you just give me the word and I'll change my mind. And you tell me to resign. Tell me to, I'll walk right in there and tell him. And of course, Will's just like, no, nah, man, you know, I guess the better man won. You get the job and I guess I'm going to Eastern Europe. And he's just like, all right, well, you know, I, I, I'll, I'll try to put a good in, a good word in for you. Yeah. And he's just like, you piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, and he doesn't realize that Will already knows that he asked for the job over and over again. Oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. We have an awkward car ride home with Will and his wife. And she's just like, why didn't you say something? Why don't you step up and be a man? And he's just like, I don't want to talk about it. And yeah. she's just like, well, why don't you? And he's shush, 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 shush. They get home and they're in bed. And she's still basically like, I don't get what your deal is. Why couldn't you be a man? <laughs> you know, just hitting him over the head with the rolling pin. Yeah. <laughs> they wake the next morning uh-huh. around 730. Yeah, it was like 7 o'clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 7 yeah. o'clock, 7.30. He says, I'm going to sleep a few more minutes. Yeah, I just get me till 8. I'll get up. Yeah. He ends up sleeping the whole damn day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> His wife wakes him up and he's yeah. like, why? Oh, no, it's 7.40. I told you to wake me up yeah. in a few minutes. And she yeah. said, yeah, it's 7.40 p.m. Yeah, it's the <laughs> evening, you dope. Are you okay? And he's just like, uh, actually, I I feel great. Yeah. <laughs> they get, you know, they get up, they end up having dinner, and Will is hungry. Yeah, he Will is. Will is horny. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Will, he gets him some action. Yeah. Baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll spare you uh, some of the embarrassing details here, but yeah. let's Ooh. just say he uses his mouth for more than just talking. Oh. <laughs> well, I hope you didn't get too horny because there's a gross scene here with Will's wolf bite. <laughs> yeah, so right. I guess afterwards he goes to the bathroom and he notices that his wolf bite is getting particularly nasty yeah. and hairy. Yeah, yeah. It <laughs> turns out that Will's got some hairy palms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's trimming them. Yes, yes. We see him, I'm assuming it's the next day, because it'd be weird if it was night, it was like, you know, midnight, he's going to work. Yeah. It's the next day, we discover that Will has an acute sense of smell. Yeah, because one of his co-workers walks by him and he says, man, how could you drink tequila this early? Yeah, and the guy's like, how did you know? He's just like, (laughs) I could smell it all over you, dick. (laughs) (laughs) Will goes to his office. He's doing some editing. Good for him for still putting in the work, even though he knows his days are numbered. Yeah. David Hyde Pierce's character. Roy, yes, not Niles, not Niles, uh, comes in and goes, "What are you doing?" And he's just like, "Oh, I'm, I'm, you know, doing my job." He's just like, "You ain't wearing your glasses, man." Yeah. <laughs> and Will's just like, "Oh, I didn't even notice." 
Yeah, and, uh, you know, he's just like, oh, that must be what 20 hours of sleep does to you. I feel so much better. I feel so much younger. Yeah. And Roy's just like, um, so it fixed your eyes? Yeah, yeah. You've, you've needed glasses, like strong prescription glasses for a long time. And <laughs> you've, you've been editing 86 pages of this novel with not being able to see without your glasses. This is, yeah. this isn't right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we see Will walk out of the office. He, you know, he just kind of like is standing out in the outside of his office area in the building and he can hear literally everybody. Yeah. He <laughs> he even hears the coworker talking about how he had smelled the tequila yeah, on him. Yeah, he's just like, I don't know. Well, I, what, I had a little bit of tequila with coffee. It's not, it's not a crime. It's not a crime. <laughs> yeah, we also hear that everybody in the office building knows about Stuart taking his job. Yep. And so that kind of, you know, gets under his skin a little bit. He goes back into the office and, oh, uh, one thing I want to point out also about this long scene of Will hearing everybody talking. They do these close-ups of Will, and his ears are moving around yeah. like he's a wolf. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so that's neat that he grew those muscles to move his ears like that. Yeah. Uh, he goes back into the office and basically asks, he, yeah, he, he calls up the guy that was drinking the tequila, and, and it's just like, hey, I need you to get me the information on somebody that is an expert in animal possession, but yeah. not like the ownership of animal, but somebody that would know about being possessed by the spirit of an animal, which is yeah. a hell of a question to ask. Yeah. It's amazing how, as a matter of fact, everybody kind of is in this universe about werewolf stuff. You know, I didn't think about that, but you're right. Yeah. Everybody's really kind of cool about it. And, and you know. <laughs> The further we go along in this movie, the more that becomes apparent. He also tells, and I love this, he yes. tells the guy he's on the phone with, hey, you need to stop telling people that you had tequila with your coffee. Because you didn't drink any coffee. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and hangs up. What a zinger. The guy looks around like, is my office bugged? <laughs> it's a great scene. Yeah, it's a good scene. It's a good scene. So Will is back at home. Uh-huh. And he's, he's got a little sexy voicemail from his wife. Yeah, that's right. She's like, ooh, I can't wait to see you later, you animal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. he catches a whiff of something on her clothes. Yeah, he's got that smell going yeah. on. Yeah. At first, I thought he was just, you know, sniffing his wife's clothes. Yeah. You know, just because he's got this extra animal drive. Yeah. And so he's just like, he's getting all horned up for her blouse. Uh, however, we see him leave, yeah. and he arrives at the home of Stuart. Hmm. Now, why would he be going to see him? Well, he pretty much barges his way in mm -hmm. and sees that his wife is there. He also bites Stuart on the hand. But the main thing here is that Stuart is sleeping with yeah. Stuart, Charlotte. Yes, Stuart is sleeping with Will. He Not only did he take his job, he took his woman, the cad. <laughs> yeah, amongst all the the wrestling around that happens when Will arrives and is just like, wow, you know, I'm coming on in. Stuart's just like, hold on, hold on, man. And he bites him on the hand. Hmm. Mm. That might not be good. <laughs> We're he, back at work. Yep. And Will is on a mission now. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He is like, I need you guys to pull up 
all of our accounts history for all of my clients. I need you to pull up all the accounts history for Stuart's clients because I need you to compare what authors we've worked with. He's like, I need you to get a hold of all these other people. Like he's just, yeah, he's just like, I need you to get a hold of Mr. Alden, my boss, because I'm got I got words for him. I love it because his secretary is like about fucking time. Yeah. 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 I was like, she literally says that yeah. too. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. us yeah. just cursing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I try not to curse unnecessarily. This this is this is her as a quotation. Uh, yeah, yeah, which is great. It's just it's funny because of the fact that you could tell that they've been wanting to see him step up for the longest time. After he tells Roy to do all this stuff mm-hmm. for him, he goes into Stuart's office. Yeah. And Stuart's like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. Oh. Whatever could I do to make you forgive me? Mm-hmm. And Will just straight up says, if you resign today, that will help yeah. things. And, of course, Stuart isn't going to do that. Yeah. He's being a little shit. Yeah. He's just like, I don't even know why I even said that. I don't even know because obviously I'm not going to. Yeah. He's like, but, you know, I can put a word in for you still. And he's just like, no, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> he's pretty much just wants to start his own publishing company at this mm-hmm. point. And yeah. that's why he got Roy to get in contact with all the authors that they had worked with, where they could go over to his publishing company with him. Well, after he gets all this plan of action and all that, he goes and sees the boss. And yeah. now I had misheard because I thought that he went in and was just basically just like, well, I resigned, fuck off. But uh, it's more along the lines of him kind of calling the boss's bluff and the, uh, and the boss basically fires him. Yeah. Um, he walks out and it's just kind of like, all right, cool, whatever. Will walks out and sees the boss's daughter. She's riding on a horse. Yep. And he gets a little too close, so the yep. horse freaks out, mm-hmm. and she falls. Yeah. It's an awkward little fall, It's a fall very awkward too. fall. And then she pops up and is just like, what the? What are you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. And she's yeah, like... Yeah, well, I mean, she's noticed that the yeah. horses are scared of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's just like, you, know not, you should know not to walk up to an animal that's afraid of you. And he goes, well, I didn't think it was me, necessarily. And she goes, no, no, it's you. <laughs> her dad pops out to make mm-hmm. sure that she's all right yep. and he's like well you're gonna have lunch with such and such i didn't uh, catch who he said i don't yeah. even remember it seems like he's setting her up with somebody yeah and she's like well no because i'm having lunch with and she looks at him and he goes will oh yeah will <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> They go to her little guest house that she's living on uh, and on the property. And she's just like, well, sorry, I guess I'm going to have to cancel these lunch plans because all I've got is peanut butter and jelly. And he's like, please, let's eat peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, he's just like, oh, that's that's mother's milk. Yeah. Is what he says. (laughs) (laughs) Cut to... The loudest eating sounds. It yes. is gross. Ugh. It is just like, if you guys like ASMR of people eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, however, I mean, dig in. Well, that's the thing about this movie. And I mentioned it to James, like, towards the end, because I just couldn't take it anymore. But the sound mixing in this movie is so weird. Yeah. It's such a, like, high 
up there movie, you mm -hmm. know? Everything about it is good, but then the sound mixing is so awkward. Yeah, 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 because, like, the sound effects will be louder than dialogue and louder than the music, which, yeah. I mean, like, background music shouldn't be louder than everything, but are it'll there, be all really loud. Yeah, are there slightly off yeah. than what they're supposed to sound like? Yeah. So they're kind of sussing each other out, trying mm -hmm. to figure each other out, and... Will ends up telling her some harsh truths about herself. Yeah. yeah. And she is unfazed. She's like, Psh, whatever. Yeah. You don't yeah. hurt me. Yeah. It seemed <laughs> like it was a gamble. Yeah. Like he was trying to basically call her a spoiled rich daddy's girl in, yeah. in like the thought that this was kind of an exchange that was going to make her go, oh, you're right. Let's screw. Like it was almost like that kind of thing. Right. Like, and she's like, no. Nice try, buddy, but you, you think I haven't heard this before? Now, ultimately, this bluff does work. Yeah. Just not as quick. No. Uh, you know, and unfortunately, uh, after they have their, their little peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and, and after he has his little conversation with her and gives her some harsh truths, they end up sitting by a lake and he goes ahead and tells her, that he was bitten by a wolf. Yeah. And that he's got basically superpowers. Yeah, he completely spills the beans to her. Yeah. And yet again, she is unfazed yeah. by any of this. She's just like, okay, that's cool. You want to have dinner? Yeah, <laughs> she's so matter-of-fact about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Again, like, not going, okay, this is, this is my dad's, you know, one of his employees that I know is basically getting fired. Mm -hmm. And... He's kind of a weirdo. He's definitely rude. And now he's talking about how he has wolf powers. Yeah. How many red flags do you need, lady? <laughs> <laughs> well, as they're walking off, he starts to have another little wolf attack. Yeah, yeah. He starts to get sick. You know, like and he's got some indigestion or something. And yeah. And what does she do? Sets him up at her house. Yeah. 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 And it's just like, why? Why not just get him a cab? Send him home. Yeah. Instead, she's just like, all right, well, I'll make you breakfast in the morning. And he's just like, and bacon? And she's like, don't think I can't get bacon. It's a weird flirtatious moment. It is. Again, like her exposure to this guy, this, this dialogue is dialogue that you would have with somebody that you've known yeah. for more than collectively 10 hours. Tops. Yeah, maybe. Maybe less. Maybe less. Yeah, six hours maybe because like some time has passed during that day, but that's the first day they've actually interacted outside yeah. of him groping her outside a party. <laughs> that's her only other exposure to him is him groping her. This yeah. isn't great, guys. This no. isn't the building blocks of a relationship. No. This is the building blocks of a restraining order. <laughs> well, he ends up going through the change. Yeah, we get some lovely shots of the moon. Yeah, oh yeah. Like, absolutely beautiful. Yep. The wolf inside awakens. And he is transformed. Into basically, you know, Jack as Wolverine. Yeah, he's sweaty <laughs> and hairier. Yes, yeah. He's got big old sideburns, big old mutton chops. <laughs> and uh, he goes out on the hunt. Yep, he's werewolfing about, sniffing yep. the air, yep. hearing some sounds, chasing a deer through the woods. Yeah, no. Wolf things. And we, yet again, we're getting beautiful shots mm -hmm. of yeah. this whole chase sequence. Yeah. Like, gorgeous. He catches the deer. 
He kills the deer. It makes silly noises yeah. that aren't right, but yeah. okay. Yeah, well, it's Hollywood deer sounds. <laughs> it's not country deer sounds. He wakes up bloody next to a stream. He's got a wolf hangover. Yeah, yeah, we've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> and he, yeah, he is so confused, but yeah. he ends up going, like, freaking out and driving away. Yeah, yeah, it's a good thing that as a werewolf, he remembered to keep his keys handy yeah <laughs> he goes to the doctor the doctor says i think that you're just sleepwalking um the blood is probably you, there's some contusions on the back of your head mm -hmm. and, and the scalp is known to bleed a lot i'd like to run some tests i'd like to do a cat scan and you know see make sure you don't have a concussion and will's just like no thanks i feel the best i've felt in years yeah we go back to the office and he ends up having a meeting with Alden. Yeah, and he has heard about the publishing company idea. Yeah. And he's pretty much like, there's no way you're going to make any money from this. Yeah, and Will's just like, he plays some serious hardball. He's just like, I'll tell you what, I'm fine. If this fails, it's cool because the fact yeah. that the clients that I'm about to take from your publishing company, they're going to go to the next publishing company. Yeah. And whoever they go to, they're taking me with them. And mm -hmm. so I'll have a job. They're going to get published. And you're going to lose all of your top clients. So I win. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and his boss is just like, okay, well, what do you want? Yeah. And he's just like, well, I want my job. I want more money. Mm -hmm. And I want to, uh, I, he just lays it down. He's just like, and I need all this paperwork ready tomorrow morning. Mm -hmm. Alden is just like, well, let me go ahead and let Stuart know that the deal is off. And Will's just like, no, when I sign the paper, when the deal's final, I'm telling Stuart. Like he does, he does one last little power mm. play uh, before it's done. The next scene we finally get around to meeting this person that knows about animal possession and supernatural stuff. Mm -hmm. And he's pretty much like, oh, we were supposed to meet. It's auspicious. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The scene's weird. Because it is. it's still another, as a matter of fact kind of way, where everybody's cool with the idea of there being werewolves. But at the same yeah. time... Even though Will has already gone through a couple of days worth of transformation and getting powers like that, he's also doubtful. What like he's still playing the part of doubt. If yeah. this would have happened, if this meeting would have happened a little bit earlier, it would have made more sense. This part, it, this whole sequence is kind. I don't know what it is about this that felt weird. All that aside, though, ultimately what we get out of this is he ends up explaining to Will that. When the first full moon happens, there's a good chance that you're going to transform completely into a wolf. Mm -hmm. And now it's not guaranteed, but it'll probably happen. Yeah. And Will's just like, well, can you cure me? And yeah. he says, no, I can only tell the story. You need to go see a shaman. Yeah. But he does give him an amulet to kind mm -hmm. of ward off yeah. the wolfness. Yeah. He's like, it either will work or won't work. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. He's just like. <laughs> it's all like... stories. And also it depends on what kind of man you are. Because yeah. the wolf that lives inside can be, everyone has the wolf. It, it's not that you were infected with the wolf. You are the wolf and that this just 
completes the transformation permanently. Mm -hmm. And he then goes, I unfortunately am unable to unleash the wolf within. I have a favor to ask of you since I'm giving you this amulet. Could you give me a little bite? <laughs> and Will is pretty much like, heck no. Yeah, he's just like, that's that's weird, man. But I mean, the guy gives him the amulet anyway. Yeah, yeah, he's just like, well, hopefully one day you change your mind. I'm just a dying old man. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, uh, well, thank you for your time. See ya, sucker, because yeah. we never see him again. We never <laughs> see this guy again. And I thought that he was going to play a bigger part. Even yeah. though I've seen this movie when I was a kid, and I know that he never comes back, but... You know, as an adult watching it, I'm just like, maybe I forgot yeah. that he shows back up. Maybe we get a story, like, at least someone in the background goes, ah, geez, can you believe it? That nice old man died. We don't even get that. There's no closure for that character. Yeah. We go to, we see that Will is currently staying in an apartment instead of his own home. Yep. I, I, I take some umbrage to that. I think that, you know, if the wife wants Stuart so bad, yeah, she, she can, can go, go live, live with, with him. him. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but that's you know, let's save that for an episode of Murray uh, Maury Povich. Like, <laughs> he calls. He's been trying to get a hold of Laura all day, and she's been blowing him off. Yeah, because she's angry. He left without yeah. telling her. Yeah, as if they had a one night stand. Yeah, they didn't sleep together. Yeah, he fell asleep with a fever. And then went to the doctor, which he explains. He goes, listen, like when he finally gets to talk to her, he's just like, listen, I went to the doctor because I slept walked. I've got a bang on my head, you know, like, come on. She goes, well, it better be a good injury. And yeah, you better look Yeah, bad. you better look like shit. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, well, how about we have dinner and I can prove it? And she agrees. Yeah. Yeah, surprising. Oh. We see the moon again. This moon time. So you children. know what's coming. That's right. Return of the wolf. <laughs> and the wolf steps out to visit the zoo. Yeah, because he <laughs> heard all the animals from yeah. his balcony, and I guess it was just too yummy. To I resist. mean, it's basically a buffet. Oh, yeah. An exotic buffet. <laughs> and at the zoo, David Schwimmer tries to arrest him. <laughs> yep. And unfortunately, loses his pair of handcuffs to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> will, werewolf will, wolf will, yeah, will he... wolf. Yeah. Will wolf. Will wolf. <laughs> will wolf goes off into the park and uh, runs into some, uh, some muggers. You aren't even going to tell them what part of the park he's at. He's... Guys, for you sightseers out there, <laughs> he's in Central Park, and he is very clearly in that little underbridge area where the bird lady from Home Alone, it's the spot where, where she throws all the bird seed. I, and, yeah, I called fun. it Bird Lady Bridge. It's That's bird all lady you bridge. had to say. It's all I had to say, but I wouldn't <laughs> over-explain it. Oh, well. <laughs> anyway, he gets mugged. Well... They almost mug him. They try to mug him, yep. and he's a smartass about yes, it. Yes, he is, because he's just like, oh, how much money do you need to borrow? I've got $1,000 in my wallet. Do you need 5 bucks, 10 bucks? And they're just like, give me the money. And he goes, harm. Yeah. <laughs> just chomps down. <laughs> One of them gets away. Yeah. Whatever happened to that guy? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it is now the next morning, the morning of the meeting, and the paper is signed mm -hmm. <laughs> and so he's gotta go meet Stuart mm -hmm. and where does he decide to meet Stuart at but the bathroom yep 
<laughs> yeah, they're standing there by the urinal. I think it's one of them bathtub kinds that uh, has the water constantly running. Not that it's important, but, <laughs> but they have their nice little meeting, and Will's just like, oh, by the way, I got the position. <laughs> and Stuart's just like, how? What? Well, I mean, he's kind of cool about it, actually. He's cool at first. He's fine. And then Will's like, oh, yeah, and you're fired. Yeah. And then that's when it gets bad. Yeah. Then the true face of Stuart is revealed. And he's like, you, you son of a bitch. You can't do this to me. You know I'll be ruined. And he's just like, you're fired. You're bad for the firm. Yeah. You need to get out of here. And he's like, screw you, bad for the firm. I am the firm. And all, you know, goes on this little speech. And he's just like, uh, all the while, Will is taking a piss. He slowly turns towards him and starts peeing on Stuart's uh, shoes. And <laughs> Stuart's just like, what are you doing? He goes, oh, I'm sorry. I'm marking my territory and you got in the way. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, these are suede. <laughs> After Stuart runs off mm-hmm. crying like a little baby, he yeah. wasn't actually crying, but he should yeah. have been. Might as well have been. Uh, Will is washing his hands and he pulls mm-hmm. off out his handkerchief and <gasps> covered it's in blood? bloody and then he pulls some fingers out too okay so guys I, I don't know. Like he wore this jacket for an entire day at work. Yeah, he's wearing a suit jacket all like when he put it on like did his hands never go into his suit jacket pocket? Well, I don't get it. As somebody that has been known to wear suit jackets, my hands can't stay out of the pockets. I'm yeah. putting my hands on the inside pocket. I'm putting them in the handkerchief pocket. I'm My hands can't stay out. I'm always feeling around in them. Uh, maybe that says something about me, but, <laughs> but I mean, I would think that at one point in time that day, he would have been like, oh, where are my keys? Huh, fingers. Yeah, something. Yeah. That doesn't phase him for very long. No. He ends up going back to his apartment. That's right. But his wife is there in the lobby. Uh-oh. What's she want? She wants him back. <laughs> no thanks. Yeah, he pretty much tells her to F off mm-hmm. and, you know, she storms off. Yeah. But who's watching in the background? Why, Laura. Yeah, she saw the whole interaction, and for some reason, she's mad. Yeah, she looks pissed off about it, and it's just like, what did what? you think? What? I, I don't know. I don't get why she looks mad, because, I mean, he already had told her that he was married. Yeah. If anything, she should be delighted to see that he's told her to hit the bricks. Yeah. Instead of asking her back up to the room, knocking one out, and then having a date with her. Come on. I guess she's used to those kind of guys. I don't know. He goes up into his room. Laura goes up to his room. She knocks on the door. He tells her, I can't see you tonight. I, well, I'm sorry, but I can't. I can't. You know, because he's shook by the fact that he found fingers now. Yeah. He wasn't at first, but now he's kind of like, because he can feel, you can tell that he can feel that he's about to change again. Yeah. And I mean, he does put on the amulet before Laura yep. starts knocking on the door. And he ends up handcuffing himself to the radiator as well. Yep. Laura then gets a housekeeper to let her into Will's apartment. Highly illegal. Yeah. Okay. So. Even for the early 90s. Up to this moment, I had, and I, I've been calling it an apartment this whole time, right? Yeah. Now, in my notes, I've been calling it a hotel room. Same. Up until, and, and especially to this point, because housekeeper, yeah. housekeeper's hotel. 
housekeeper apartment. Yeah, yeah I, have, so I have no idea, but they call it an apartment. Yeah, later on, they call it an apartment. It's like, what the hell? Anyway, she gets let in by the housekeeper for this apartment complex. Ugh. He's just like, you get out of here. I can't have you here. And I'm, I might, I'm going to change. I might hurt someone. She sees that he's got himself handcuffed uh, to the radiator. She tells this big story about how you can't yeah. be a, a, a troublesome girl and not pick up a few tricks along the way. Yeah, she's a real rebel and knows how to pick a lock on a handcuff. Yep. Because he didn't have the key. Yeah. We won't get into that. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so she's picking the lock and he's still like, ugh, I can't. No. Mm -hmm. She tries to say that it might be Doomer's. Yeah. She tries to give that theory. For a hot second, he, he's almost convinced that maybe he just has a brain tumor, and that's why all this stuff's been happening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he goes, he kind of goes, no, 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 no. I wish that were true, but there's no way in hell that's the reason. Mm -hmm. She then handcuffs him behind his back. Yeah, and, uh, Row, row, <laughs> Such a... <laughs> uh, I'm going to chalk it up to animal magnetism. Uh -huh. And that somehow he is giving off a wolfy pheromone that's getting her all hot and bothered. Because that's the only thing that logically makes sense. Because again, what is it about this situation that goes, this is a safe environment for me to be in and I'm going to sleep with this man? Yeah. I... <laughs> Come on. I mean, she is troubled, quote, Ugh. quote. So they no. end up doing it, guys. <laughs> and it's that night after uh, said doing it. And we see Will is transformed and having a night out as the wolf. Yeah. And he just howls. Howl. And everybody oh. in the park hears it. Oh. The whole city freaking hears it. Yeah, because all the dogs howl, too. And then we get... Police visiting the next morning. That's right. While Will is in the shower, Laura answers the door. Mm -hmm. And turns out that Will's wife was murdered mm -hmm. the previous night. Hmm. Will is shocked. Yeah, he really and he's, is. Like, he's, like, you can tell he's, because, I mean, you know, he didn't want his wife to die. Yeah. He was, he was pissed off with her and didn't want to continue having a relationship with her because of all of it, but... But, you know, it, 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 for the most part, kind of a clean breakup. Yeah. <laughs> all things considered. Yeah, for sure. And uh, the police, you know, start interrogating him. Yeah. And Laura is standing her ground. She's Laura, like, you yeah. need to not answer any of these questions. Yeah, you yeah. need to wait. Yeah, she's playing baby lawyer at this point. Yeah. Like, she's basically being going, no, you... She calls a detective out on it, on mm -hmm. his, his line of questioning. She's like, your questions are really vague, and I think that they're designed to make him guilty. Don't answer a single thing. She pulls a law and order on this yeah. guy. Yeah. The police back <laughs> off pretty easily. Yeah. yeah. The detective is very timid. Yes, he is. We get a clip of the news broadcast. Like, mm -hmm. this was big enough that... Will's wife, Charlotte. Yeah. <laughs> I keep forgetting to actually say her name. I think everybody else in the movie did too. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I never wrote it down. <laughs> but yeah, this murder is big enough to be on the news. Yeah. Mr. Alden sees it as well as Stuart who is hanging out with him. Yeah, what the hell is that about? It's, I mean, it's obvious, like what he then 
Alden calls him his head of uh, publicity. Yeah. So Stewart weaseled his freaking ass, even though he just got fired from the firm. He he weaseled his ass to stay in in some position. Yeah. And then that Weasley mf'er <laughs> is just like, oh, but wouldn't it hurt the company if this is, turns out to be true? I mean, I don't want it to be true. Now, Alden catches this. Yeah. And it's just like, hold up, man. Are you hoping that he gets arrested for murder? He goes, oh, my heavens. Oh, my stars and garters. No. <laughs> He's just like, no, no, no. I, I mean, it would be so bad. Um, but if he does get arrested, I mean, does the position go to me? And and Alden's like, actually, no, his successor would be Roy. Yeah, because it was in his contract yeah. that he could choose his successor. He knew. <laughs> <laughs> and then Stewart's just like, oh, well, you know, by all means, I don't want anything to happen to Will. But if something were to happen to Will, then, well, screw Roy. <laughs> and it's just like... <sighs> Well, it, there's some sort of clause where if he gets persecuted, then right. it can go to anybody yeah, or something like a, that. Ugh. It was a weird contract. It just shows you that he's gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we get uh, Will and Laura. They're driving around. Mm -hmm. They're talking about the situation. Yeah. But she does not believe that he killed her. Yeah, she still is, still, I mean, very much in denial about all this until he falls asleep. He's got his feet up on the dash and she sees mud on his shoe. Mm -hmm. And then she almost crashes the damn car. Yeah. When, when she does make it home, her security guard is like, hey, watch out. There's some wild dogs about because we found a dead deer. Yeah, <laughs> this is when it dawns on her that maybe, just maybe, she's in danger and also that Will hasn't been full of shit this whole time. Yeah. It's not a game anymore. Yeah. Yeah, Laura's just like, oops, this got real real fast. Yeah, so they, they do make the plan to lock Will up in the barn for the That's night right. with the horses. Yes. She ends up talking to the detective on the phone. Well, we're, Will hears the phone ringing Yeah. Uh, from 100 yards away. And so she runs to the guest house and discovers that, oh, he's right. The phone is uh, ringing. It's the detective. And he's just like, hey, listen, I need you to come in for questioning. And I also need Will to come in for questioning. And she's just like, well, do you need a blood sample and a, you know, and like a skin sample for, for Will still? And the detective's like, oh, no. <laughs> Unfortunately, the samples for the wife got ruined because we found dog DNA or wolf DNA. I don't know. Yeah. But somebody must have screwed up somewhere. Oh, well. And this is when Laura's face drops. She, yeah. she now knows that it's actually happening. It has become incredibly <laughs> real for her. And, and she's just like, oh, my God. She goes back to Will. And just like, all right, well, let's lock you up. And um, I got to go do some stuff tonight. Sorry. Well, um, she, she's straight go. up with him. She well, tells him that she's giving a statement. Yeah, but not she because she wants permission. to. Yeah, not that she wants to give a statement, however. She's yeah. saying that the detective was making her give a statement. Yeah. And that's, that's not true. <laughs> uh, yeah, so she, I think she was intending to go rat him out. Hmm. Uh, however, the next scene happens. Yeah, you mean the police uh, talking about how busy they are? Yes. Because of the full moon? Because of the full moon. Well, they at least chalk it up to, oh, can you believe this crazy full moon? Mm-hmm. 
Yep, and we see the lobby of the police station is full of people. We, we've got, like, the parents of the of the victim, like, the, the muggers that got killed. Mm-hmm. We've got them there. There's some other people in the background talking about animal attacks as well. So this is a hint, guys. Yeah. Maybe more has been going on than what we thought. Well, we are very soon finding out that there there's another wolf in town because uh-huh. we see Stuart and his <laughs> eyes are funky. I let me pick this apart a little bit ah. because Will's eyes only change at night when he turns into a wolf. Yeah. I just think because Stuart's younger, he can't control his wolf mm. as, as well. Could be. He's hornier. <laughs> That's right. Oh, man, is he ever. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Laura picks up real fast that there's something weird going on with him. She notates that he's got a bandage on his hand and goes, oh, when did you get bit? Mm-hmm. And he's just like, now, why would you ask that? Why would you think that? Why are you asking me about being bitten? Because usually wounds are in the hands are from animal bites. Huh. <laughs> he then, was he drop a pencil? I don't. No, why he's he, like telling she... her bye and then sniffs her crotch. Yeah, yeah. He's not, it's not very nonchalant. No. It is a straight up like, let me get a whiff of that. <laughs> they also had made a date during all this too. Yeah, which is. Uh, I guess she was. Trying She's to put him off. Throwing him off her scent? Yeah, throwing her, throwing him <laughs> off her scent, yes. That's what I was going to say, but I didn't really want to go that direction, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> She's going back to her house. Um, meanwhile, we also see Stuart talking to the, uh, the detectives, straight up setting it up as if, you know, that Will was crazy and absolutely mm-hmm. killed his uh, wife. He's being, he's still being a little sniveling manipulator, though, because yeah. it's like, oh, but you couldn't dare. Don't you dare try to prosecute him for this because I'll, I'll speak up for him because I think he's an innocent man. Like, he's pulling this, like, Jafar bullshit. Yeah. And it's just like, dude, everybody can see through it. Like, the police officers are just, like, looking at each other going, is this guy for real? Yeah. <laughs> he leaves, and the main detective's just like, oh, well, no sense. We don't need Will to come in for questioning. Don't, don't even question anybody else. We've got our case, boys. He's, mm-hmm. in, he's, he's, he's guilty. We see Laura get back to the house. She's making phone calls for them to escape in an airplane. Yep. Uh, we see Will is not going through. He's riding around in pain. Yeah, but he's got the amulet on. He's got on. the amulet on, which, I mean, that was foretold by the doctor. Yeah. That it would be painful, but he might not transform, and it looks like he might have been right. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the way in, Laura told the guards to not let anybody on the property without calling her first and getting her permission. <sighs> well, that doesn't really work, because no, Stuart, Stuart arrives. Mm-hmm. You know, he's already buddies with the security anyway, because yeah. he goes to Mr. Alden's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, the security guard's like, well, let me call. Let me make sure. And he's like, why? 
Yeah. Why would you do that? They yeah. know I'm coming. Yeah. Well, what would you have? What business would you have coming to visit Laura? And he says, "Well, don't you think she looks like a good fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> fuck of the century. Or yeah, fuck. Doesn't Damn. she look like the fuck of the century? That's good what he says. Lord. Yeah. Which then the guard's like, "You need to get out of here." He's like, "You need to back right on up and leave." And he gets ran over. Yeah. 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 He he gets gruesomely run over uh, by by Stuart and then Stuart runs into the, one of the other guards and rips his throat out. Yeah. It's pretty gruesome. It's uh, pretty gross. We see Laura's fixing to leave to go out to the barn uh, to get Will. We see that Will wakes up relieved that he has not transformed. He's mm-hmm. like, yes, I beat it. Laura, unfortunately is headed off by Stuart who, things get ugly real fast between those two yeah for sure he's just basically like listen you asked me about being bit you know when did you figure it out how Uh do you know how long have you known about will and she's just like "Eh, you know uh what's it matter won't we uh well, we make some things happen. He's just like, oh, would you like this? And he's kissing and licking on her and yeah. stuff. And, a sniffing her. Uh, a sniffing her. And uh, she gives him a good old knee to the crotch. You mean a knee to the nards because Wolfman's got nards. <laughs> That's right. Uh, <laughs> she runs into the barn, presumably to go get Will. Will, unfortunately, is just good old-fashioned Will. He ain't a wolf anymore. Stuart comes in and, you know, gets her. Yeah, he's and, manhandling her yeah. like he's fixing thrusting to, her yeah, he's, and he's everything. fixing to to have her right there in front of Will and the horses. But that ain't gonna fly with Will. No. He rips that amulet off. Damn right he does. Transforms Rawr. and jumps right over that barn pen. It we was get, cool. We get a werewolf showdown. <laughs> and it's a pretty good fight sequence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not too long. Yeah. Yeah. Not too crazy. Yeah, my only complaint is the sexy saxophone music that plays. <laughs> yes, I wanted to mention the sexy saxophone. <laughs> that had no reason being in this part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> For like, no, none of the sexy scenes had sexy music on, yeah, but no. this fight scene needed that sax. Yeah, the composer, for some reason, was just like, all right, sax man, I need you to lay it on extra thick and sexy. It's like the music that plays when Jessica Rabbit comes on screen. Yeah. It's that kind of sax for... <laughs> For, a werewolf fight for, for Will drowning <laughs> Stewart in the little like koi pond is then we get the it's like that's this isn't who's this sexy for <laughs> well probably all the little girls that have already uh you know been awakened because <laughs> James Spader come yeah, on yeah all right come on uh, <laughs> we aren't here for Jack Nicholson <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you mean? This man is almost 60 years old. He almost loses the fight. And, you know, because uh, Stuart plays dead, then gets him. And uh, and Will's about to be killed. But as Stuart is flying through the air, Laura unloads a revolver into his chest. Mm-hmm. I guess silver bullets aren't necessary after all. Well, maybe she had silver bullets since she since werewolves are so common and 
everyday knowledge. That could be a thing. I, you know, it's the only explanation. All bullets happen to have a little, like, you know, oh, be sure you pick up a set of Winchester bullets. All bullets have at least 0.3% silver in them. (laughs) Yeah. You know, in case of werewolves. That's probably (laughs) this world that they live in. Probably. (laughs) I mean, everything else is so matter of fact, so why not? Um, we do get to see Stuart's body transforms back into a human, uh-huh. so there will be no evidence that he was a werewolf. Correct. <laughs> um, we have a scene between Laura and Will where she's just Aww. like, you know, almost like, stay with me, wolf boy. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he's just like, even though he's in his wolf mind, he still knows that he can't stay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they hold a hand for a mm-hmm. moment, yeah. and it's it's actually really sweet. Yeah, yeah, it's genuinely, it's a genuinely sweet moment. Um, he runs off into the woods. We get more beautiful shots of Will running through the yeah, woods. We like, get the whoever, moon. whoever did these scenes. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a beautifully shot film. We then see a little bit of time passes, and there's a shit ton of cops, ambulances, and stuff. And Laura's father is, you know, screaming for her. She comes out of the guest house, you know, wearing a, a black turtleneck sweater and, uh, and and pants and whatnot, and she's got a change of costume. Yeah. And she's just like, oh, what's going on? Yeah, she is. Com- she's acting like she's completely oblivious. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, the guards are dead. We just found the dead body of Stuart. Apparently one of the guards shot him before they were attacked by some sort of animal. And we can't find Will. And she goes, oh, well, I just got off the phone with Will. And he was really mad that we were going to go on a trip together. But I canceled because this is too much drama for me. Mm-hmm. And so he went ahead and got on the plane and left. And they're just like, oh, well, okay. Case solved. Yeah, everything is a-okay. Uh, and she has, as she's walking off, she has to make a comment about the officer's vodka breath. Yeah, she's just like, oh, you need to lay off those vodka and tonics, officer. And he's like, goo. <laughs> yeah, he is so baffled. Ooh. Like, And now she, she's like, you know, quite a few feet away already. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, how does she know that? And yeah. she says, I could smell it on your breath from a mile away. Hmm. Mm-hmm. We then get, in my opinion, too much ending. Too much ending. Because it could have stopped here. But instead, we get her walking across the yard. We see her eyes have changed. Yep. Then it goes back to the woods, and yep. we see a wolf. Well, I, is it Will transforming into the wolf? Because it's got human eyes first and then. I, yeah, I think that there was like a cross transition of her onto the wolf and then back to her. Because it goes back and forth a couple of times. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was the brown, his brown eyes. Yeah. And, and then it was and it looks those like, yellow eyes. Yeah. It looks like actual like wolf man. Yeah. Wolf. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it just goes back and forth for for entirely too long. About five minutes. Five of, minutes of just like, hey, did you guys get it? Did you guys get it? Yeah. She's a wolf now. Yeah. You see? And it's just like, <laughs> so so that's the end. The end of the movie. It sure is. <laughs> <laughs> Autumn verdict. Wow. Um, well, I mean, I, I do like this movie a mm-hmm. lot. It's not as sexy as I remember it being from a child. I guess to my child mind, uh, 
Yeah. Yeah, I remember everybody being way more horny, way more sweaty. Way more sweaty. Yeah, like I remember everybody just being greased up. I don't know what movie I saw, but... I I remember James (laughs) Spader being way more greased up. I thought that he was in it more. Me too. he's not in it that much. Like he's like... Despite being the main uh, antagonist, like... Yeah, yeah, like, I have memories of this, because my parents watched this movie a lot. Yeah, and, yeah. And, you know, first of all, because horror movies, big deal in my household. Mm-hmm. And second of all, Jack, baby. <laughs> so, yeah, like, this was a big deal when it came out. And, yeah. But, yeah, no, it, it wasn't nearly as sexy. Still love this movie, though. Yeah. It was a good movie. Yeah. I think that it's probably about a half hour too long. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. a few shots that probably could have been shorter, and I think some of the dialogue could have been tight. But other than that, it's a good movie. Yeah, and there's a there's definitely a couple of scenes that we didn't really need at nope. all for any extra story or anything. So nope. no, they we could just, have taken those out. Yeah, yeah. But overall, great film. I definitely mm-hmm. recommend it. Oh um, yeah. I just what tickled me about this movie was the fact that Jack is being advertised as as you know a sex symbol. Yeah. And. I mean, okay, there's silver foxes out there, sure, but I just, he's 56 at the time of making of this movie, and and it's not like he's in, like, peak physical condition. Yeah, and Michelle Pfeiffer was 34? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Now, again, like, guys, whatever, whatever fools your goat, If if you're into, like, love finds a way yeah and and by no means should there be an age limit on on stuff of that nature however it's just the way that i don't know like it's just the way they go about it feels creepy yeah for me (laughs) jack is it's it's like seeing your grandpa being a sexy getting into the sexy sex and Ah! i'm just like you know i mean that's how I felt, though, when I saw the movie As Good As It Gets. And, and mm. keep in mind, that movie came out a couple of years later. So he's actually in his 60s at that point. Yeah. <laughs> but, but you know, uh... <laughs> <laughs> folks, if you want to see this movie, it is available for free on Pluto TV. Woohoo! Uh, so cool. It is not available anywhere else outside of renting or purchase. Um, it starts out for rent on almost every platform for two ninety nine, and then I think for purchase like nine bucks. So I mean, if you're a fan of Jack and you like horror movies, I mean, shoot, might as well buy it. Yeah. Um, and then likewise though, I mean, if you want to see it for free, I will say this though: this movie, its runtime is, uh, I think it's like two hours and five minutes. However, with commercial in in Pluto TV, uh, Pluto TV, it made it two hours and a half. It made it feel really long. Yeah, uh, yeah. The so, commercials definitely, you know, made it feel longer. I will say this: if you like commercials for begging strips, you ain't gonna like them after this. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, that draws to the end another episode of Podcast Magoria Halloween A to Z. Yeah. Our next episode will be our X episode X for X-ray. X-ray. <laughs> this one looks crazy. Yeah, I can't. I honestly can't wait. <laughs> yeah, this is going. But uh, 
we're going to be getting back to our roots, folks. So we're going to be hitting mm-hmm. some good old 80s weirdness. Yeah. So strap on in for that one. <laughs> As always, I want to thank you for listening to Podcast Megoria. And I request that you unleash the inner wolf. Ow! Ow! And stay spooky. Ow! <laughs> You've been listening to Podcast Magoria, co-hosted by Autumn Campbell and James Davis. Music by James Davis. Like what you heard? Be sure to subscribe at Spotify, Stitcher, or Apple Podcast. Want to learn more about Podcast Magoria? Be sure to visit us at podcastmagoria.wordpress.com or also follow us on Facebook or Twitter. And as always, stay spooky. Mm-hmm. <laughs>